Hey, Nacho. Hey, Sophie D. Ooh. Wow. Back to Game of Thrones. It is. And it's the end of the year. Oh, man. Happy end of 2019. Yay. Did you do anything fun this year? I did so many fun things this year. Yeah? Yeah. Like starting a podcast with your best friend? Oh, my God. Wow. So fun. What a great time. What a great year for us. (laughs) It's been a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, talking about the start of things. Yes. It's the start of season five. Yeah, it is. The uh, Wars to Come? Yes. Episode one, <laughs> The Wars to Come. I really did Forgot not... Forgot how to podcast. <laughs> did not pick up what you were putting down there. Oh, uh, it's okay. Yeah. So I skipped a map all last season. So I was like, well, it's a new season. I might as well like watch yeah. the map. And then I spaced out through the whole map. Oh, well, the only thing I noticed is that Winterfell is finally not burning. <laughs> oh, okay, good. So I think that's a good thing. And also that probably means a lot. Don't know when that's going to happen. But Are we going to start funneling back into Winterfell? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but it opens on two girls walking through the woods and i'm feeling like it's a cersei, cersei flashback i was just like oh god i can't commit any more characters to memory <laughs> it's, just an, it's fine it was it was it was cersei yeah cersei, cersei. i can't talk. cersei yeah cersei i'm on holiday mode still <laughs> you want to go out and eat a little cersei <laughs> yeah i would love some sushi <laughs> anyway it was a cersei flashback uh, she's with like a friend, but I'm sure it wasn't a friend so much as a girl that Cersei just chose to be like, you're going to spend time with me right now. It's her handmaiden or something. Yeah. So the girl's like, we shouldn't be out here. And then little Cersei's like, uh, why? My father owns this land, so it's my land. So like, <laughs> obviously it's Cersei. She really sold the character. Yeah, she was very good. <laughs> so they are in the woods and they find some creepy hut. And then there's some lady in there and I guess she can see the future. Yeah, it was. I got a lot of Hansel and Gretel vibes. Yeah, it. for sure. Yeah. And I didn't um I didn't realize it took me a little bit to realize it was Cersei, but I was like, Oh, this girl's a brat. <laughs> That's when I was like, That's Cersei. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what a brat. She's too sure of herself. Yeah. So she demands that to know her future and the lady says she needs to taste her blood. So she gives her a knife and the girl cuts her finger and I flinched. I was oh, like, did you? Oh. <laughs> So then she um tastes the blood and she tells the girl she gets three questions. And she, what a waste. I, I'm just saying. I'm so uh, mad. Honestly. Why would she even? She's like, I promised to to the prince when will we marry? Well, what did you, your dad tell you that? If you're engaged, you know you're going to get married eventually. Yeah. Like, hello. <laughs> you don't you don't need that. But then she says you will wed the king. So Which is she, like kind of like a duh, right? Yeah. And then she says, but I will be queen. You just wasted. Hello. Hello? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're <it's> dumbass. So <laughs> That's your second question. That's your second question? Yeah. Oh, no, it doesn't count. It was a conversational question. Oh, no. Dumbass. <laughs> and, then, and then what was the last one she asked? Well, the king and I have children. But this Hello. One was, this one was a good question. It was It was a little more uh, less obvious yeah. than the first two. But it was still one of those like, you're Duh. getting married. Like, that's, yeah, that's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> so she says, no, he'll have 20 and you'll have three. And she's like, what do you mean? That doesn't make sense. I doesn't what do you mean? And then you, when you're like, you put two and two together, you're like, oh, that's Cersei. And you're like, oh. Because oh, your man's a hoe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you banged your brother. Yep. Because she did say you'll have three blondies. Yeah. So she's like, oh, that's my brother. Yeah. But like, yeah. So if Cersei flashback, I, I would liked that. And I hope we get more flashbacks. Yeah. So also, essentially, the witch gives her the prophecy that another younger and hotter queen will come to take over her place and tear her down. And I was like, 
she really held that grudge for 25 years until Marjorie came along. <laughs> she really did. She was just like, oh, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? She's like, I'm keeping my family away from every other girl. <laughs> Anyone who might be hotter than me. Mm. Uh, yeah. Everyone's ugly here. Dead. <laughs> so now we're back to present day. Yes. And Cersei arrives at Tywin's funeral. Yeah. So she's walking up the big old steps to where like Joffrey's funeral was too. And there's like some guy there saying like, oh, these people came across all the seven kingdoms for you. And she's like, mm, they can wait. Yeah, she's I like, like, I also, like, rude, but also I get it. I get it. Because it's your dad's funeral. She needs a minute yeah. to be, like, alone with her dad. Yeah. But then Jamie's in there. <laughs> exactly. So it's like she's not. She just wanted some time alone to blame Jamie for her dad's death. Oh, for sure. <laughs> because she's pissed. Yes. Because <laughs> Jamie is, like, more concerned about how, like, their enemies are going to start, like, making moves since Tywin's dead. Mm-hmm. And Cersei's just like, you know Tyrion killed him. And I know you were part of it. You killed him by mistake. Yeah. She's like, uh, Tyrion killed him on purpose, but you did it by mistake. And that's like a lot to put on somebody. Yeah. I mean, technically, he assisted. He did. Yeah. <laughs> so he also goes to jail. Yeah. In, in this present day trial. <laughs> but now we cut to a ship. Yes. And we're in Tyrion's crate. Yeah. It's a first person point of view shot. Yeah. And it's a little... fun. It's very creative how they did this. Yeah. It's like through the little hole. Yeah. So like, you know. I'm like, oh, I like that. But essentially, like through the little little peak hole, you just see like different uh, settings. And yeah. that's just how you and see that people they're walking through. Yeah. And then he ends up in Pentos and it's so pretty. It is. It's a very pretty set. Yeah. Yeah. And Varys is explaining that he has a friend here who also saw Robert Baratheon as a hot mess. And then they tried to help the Targaryens one time, which messed them up, obviously. And blah, 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 blah. Westeros needs to be saved from himself. Nice. Yeah. So that's the point of that. Yeah. I just, uh, the only thing I took out of that is that Tyrion is all drunk and depressed and messed yes. up he vomits super hard and i'm surprised that within five seasons we haven't seen that more often because he hasn't been depressed and drunk in five <laughs> seasons he's just been drunk yeah now he's <laughs> malnourished and drunk yeah. but like imagine just killing the love of your life and also killing your father and then being stuck in a crate to deal with that for two weeks yeah so that's that's a lot you're like alone with your thoughts but also yeah. not alone you like have to deal with it yeah you can't, um, what's, you know, like. You can't have a distraction. Yeah. You just sit there and think about yeah, it. Yeah, like, you know, when you, um, if you, like, break up with somebody, then you just go to work. I'm like, it's fine. I'm working. Yeah. But with the whole situation, he's definitely just in there thinking if the whole thing with Shay was even real or if she was just, mm. like, faking it. Mm-hmm. And then just, like, thinking about his whole yep. life with his dad. So, yeah. Yeah. All he has to do is just sit there and think about stuff. Nice. Not good. <laughs> yep. So then Tyrion says that the future is shit, just like the past. And then that's when he does his barfing up. But then he immediately drinks more wine after that. Nice. But, you know, our our man has some things to go through. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't blame him. Yeah. <laughs> so now we cut to Marine. Yeah, and they destroy the harpy statue. Yes. Oh, that's top. what that is. Okay. Yeah. I did not understand why. I just, I just saw just property damage. <laughs> you were like, why are they and doing this? Yeah. So they take it down like the old timey way, which is they tie a whole like ton of ropes to it. So like one side is doing the leverage, one side is pulling and then it falls and drags down the entire side of the pyramid. And I'm like, that's they worked so hard on that. And now it's just destroyed. Are they going to fix it? Who knows? Nah, maybe they'll put like a dragon up there. Oh, maybe. Then we get a shot. We're following an unsullied soldier and he visits a brothel. Yes, which I thought for a second. I was like, did they just try to recast Grey Worm? again i thought that too i was really confused i was yeah. like is this gray worm but then i was like oh we're in a brothel hey, a gray worm would never yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's in the he goes to like to a prostitute and basically all he wants is some cuddles yeah he wants a little cuddle sesh and yeah. i was like oh kind okay. of 
kind of yeah humbling yeah <laughs> i was about to be like come on man what are you doing like, i know i was in like con- a very um rude not rude but like insensitive way i'd be like what are you doing there bro yeah no i was like that for a second i was like does he have bits i was like what is happening like how did how can he enjoy but that's me just being mean now yeah so then i'm glad that i got put in my place but i guess cuddling is like still it's intimacy it's, it's an intimate yeah, yeah. it's nice <laughs> <laughs> i too enjoy a cuddle every now and again <laughs> oh for sure i'm a great cuddler <laughs> boys yeah but then he gets murdered yeah he does while he's like enjoying his cuddle yep what yeah he gets his throat slit and it's like really brutal by a son of the harpy yeah and then this is when i'm like oh phew gray worm is still alive and he's still gray worm <laughs> oh, he's right there yeah so daenerys then, does not like that the sons of the harpy did this and wants to retaliate by burying the guy whose uh name is a the guy who died is named white rat so she wants to bury him with honor and then she says that if the harpies react negatively or violently then it'll make it that much easier to kill them yeah she wants them to like show up yeah yeah step up so that she could step up yeah exactly yeah. we go to like the unsullied soldiers and miss sandy goes up to gray worm and asks him why unsullied are frequenting the brothel yeah and i'm like she low-key just wants to know if he's going she does but also <laughs> i feel like he um gray worm pulled a real bro code moment because you saw him make a decision not to tell her yeah or he he like he did a hesitation and then he's like i don't know why he would be there yeah he knows so but that's i respect the bro code yeah i understand that it exists and that it's there <laughs> but now we cut to the wall yes john is training the little guy is his name ollie yeah okay so he's training Ollie, who grew up uh, a lot between the two seasons. <laughs> he's like a teenager now. Yeah, right. Well, isn't it just the one season? Well, yeah, but, but yeah, I meant like between like season four and season five. Oh, okay. It's okay. I wasn't very clear about that. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> it's been eight seasons. <laughs> what do you mean it's been two seasons? It's been winter and summer for like <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> but then Gilly asks Sam why he's not training. I love their dynamic now because all she does is just like, what are you doing? Sam, yeah. come on. What are you doing? She, yeah, the, um, <laughs> the rose colored glasses are coming off. Yep. <laughs> He very confidently states that he's already killed a White Walker and a Then. And he's like, how many um, Night's Watch can say they've done that? And she's like, okay, but you did that by accident. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Sam. Get your ass in the ring. But you know train. what? I'm glad that he's confident now, finally. Yeah. He deserves it. But he's too confident. <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah, there's, um, you know, I feel like maybe Sam is going through his like confidence puberty where like you're overcompensating and then you come back and then he'll mellow out soon. Yeah. Like he thinks he's the cock of the walk. Yeah. Like he thinks he's hot I've shit. never heard that saying before. <laughs> and then now Alistair comes out, but I, I thought he died. I thought he died too. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. But either way, he's complaining same as normal. Yeah. Always. He's so, a little complainer. Yeah. So Gilly is worried that Alistair is going to send her and baby Sam away. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh. And then Sam's like, don't worry about that. I'll be with you. And she's like, don't let him send me away. Yeah. And he's like, okay. And he's like, wherever you go, I go. And she's like, no, you can't leave here. Or they'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> so she's getting stuff. Yeah. She, she knows yeah. how to put her foot down. Yeah. So then Miss Melisandra summons John to speak with Stannis. Totally like, oh, forgot God. she was there. I did too. And then they're in the elevator and it's so awkward. Yeah. And she asks John if he's a virgin and he's, and he's like, no. And she says, good she is eyeballing him too hard she better not i know and i'm like she's definitely up to something keep that to herself but he doesn't have royal blood right uh, so like it can't be that whole thing no i mean he just has whatever ned counts as yeah but that's not baratheon blood 
Yeah, exactly. Unless like maybe like they know the identity of his mom. Oh. And what if she's royalty? Maybe. Because the, the then, then they need the royal blood because there was like that whole thing with the slugs yeah. and all three of those dudes are dead. So but, like. <laughs> but I'm just thinking like if John's mom was a royalty, then he wouldn't he still be like or why would he still be a bastard? Because they're not married. But like they would still treat him like that? I guess so. Even if he's royal? Because he's born out of wedlock. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Get stuff. Well, they get to the top. <laughs> yeah. And Melisandre introduces John as a bastard of Winterfell, which seems pretty rude, even though it's correct. <laughs> He's just like, anyway, so here's the bastard. <laughs> and I just, it, like, if that was me, I'd be like, my name is John. And this is the bitch of the Fire Lord. <laughs> this is the dumb bitch. Yeah. <laughs> if you're dumbass Lord of Light. So then John kneels to Stannis. And just the sight of anybody kneeling to Stannis is very funny to me. He smiles so hard about it. <laughs> and like, I'm oh, like, someone's kneeling to me. And I'm like, ew, I hate this guy. Yeah. Get him out of here. <laughs> but then John is out here just being an ally to everybody. Because Davos is like, you know, some men saw you bringing a wildling girl out outside of the wall. And John's like, she belonged there. How about you mind your own business? Yeah, Davos. <laughs> and then Davos is like, well, some also say that you're too sympathetic towards the wild or the, the wildlings, the free folk. And John's like, well, they were just born on the wrong side of the wall. That doesn't make them monsters. Oh, look at him go. I love him. <laughs> Elect him for president. Yeah. I like this guy. So Stannis reveals to John that Ruth Bolton is ruling the North and that he wants to take it. And he's kind of hopping on the opportunity now since Tywin Lannister is dead and won't be able to support him. And Stannis wants to recruit the wildlings in order to add numbers into his army. And Jon immediately is like, excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) No way. They're not going to march for you. (laughs) Don't even try it, bro. Cute thought, but (laughs) Yeah, no. He's like, you're not one of them. (laughs) It's not going to (laughs) happen. And then Stannis is like, but I'll grant them citizenship if they march with me. But that sounds kind of like, you know, like how 40 acres and a meal was like a cool promise, but then like nobody delivered. Yeah. That's kind of what it sounds like to me. Like, I'm not trying to compare it to slavery <laughs> at all, this fictional world, but just the thought that it was like a very fake gesture. You have to, you know, die for Stannis. And then yeah. if you don't die, then you might get some land. Yeah. And Stannis does not care about your life at all. Yeah, no. Because he's like, I'll pardon whoever, give them land to live on and offer them their freedom. Um, They were already free. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but only if Mance kneels to him. Which won't he, happen. He's so stuck on it. Like, bro. It's the egos. You're really going to kill cut it out. like thousands of people because one guy won't kneel to you? Yep. That's so annoying. That's how wars start. So now Stannis is like, so John, <laughs> you're going to get Mance to kneel to me or they'll all die. No pressure. No pressure. And you only have till nightfall, which is in a few hours. Yeah. (laughs) So goodbye. Bye. Good luck. (laughs) See you soon. Awesome. Back to the Vale. And Sansa and Baelish are uh, hanging out as Robin is sword training. Yep. He is struggling. so bad. And poor kid has never had to lift anything heavier than a tit. And they expect him him to lift a wooden sword. (laughs) Was it just a wooden sword? I thought he was... Oh, oh no. It was wood. Okay. It was wood. I the, had um, to. The other kid, Ollie, was using the metal sword. Yeah, because he can handle it. Yeah, he can. <laughs> he can lift stuff. Yeah. No, Robin is not good. No, he's struggling. 
So in the middle of this, Baelish gets a uh, a mysterious letter that he doesn't let Sansa read. Like he even does the th- like he turns his back to her and reads it because <laughs> he sees that she notices that he got a letter. <laughs> so it's very like high school. Like you know when you put your folder up so that nobody cheats with- on you. <laughs> we just got a letter and we Santa can't read it. <laughs> <laughs> but so that happens, and then we cut to the end, or not the end of training, but like the end of when Baelish and Sansa are there. So they're leaving, and Baelish is like. So thanks for taking Robin in, and I hope when we come back, he'll be better. So the guy, he's like... Royce. Yeah, Royce. He's like, well, he'll be safe, but I can't promise any talent when you come back. (laughs) He says the harshest burn earlier, (laughs) that guy. He says that Robin swings a sword like a girl with palsy. Damn. That's (laughs) fucked up. That's so mad. That hurt me. I was like, I was like, excuse me. (laughs) better come in with like a mother joke yeah really <laughs> and your mama so crazy <laughs> Baelish says that even though Robin has no fighting skills that's fine because he has his name to back him up and Royce has no faith in Robin that's not gonna save you when somebody's like charging at you with a sword oh, word and also we found out Robin's 13 oh I thought he was younger that's I thought he was like far 10. too old yeah <laughs> and that makes it even more embarrassing that he sucks that bad <laughs> oh man <laughs> Give him a steak and like an apple. <laughs> so cut to Brienne and Pod. Yeah. Pod um, is talking about navigation plans and stuff. And then Brienne's like, mm, no, you're done here. I'm gonna leave you. <laughs> Promise to get you to safety. And nobody knows your face out here. We're hundreds of miles away. So bye. Yeah. She's trying to get rid of him so bad. And she needs to just stop. She's just in a bad mood. Yeah. Pod is out here just trying to help. Yeah. She needs to eat something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. If you think everybody hates you, you need to eat something. If you think everybody hates you, you need to eat something. You're not a badass warrior woman when you're hungry. No. (laughs) You're not you when you're hungry. (laughs) Then a horse and carriage passes them, and then we get a shot from the inside, and it's Baelish and Sansa. (sighs) So again, Brienne is so close and all of these misconnections. (laughs) It pains me. So inside the carriage, um, we find out that they're heading west. Yes. And I'm like, wow, I really wish we had a map. (laughs) (laughs) If only there was three minutes of map before the episode started. (laughs) (laughs) If only I paid attention. (laughs) So Baelish says that he's bringing Sansa as far away as possible so that Cersei will not be able to reach her. Mm -hmm. They have this whole like back and forth about like, I can't trust anybody, but you can't trust anybody. But do you trust me? Nope. Can't trust nobody. And yeah, they're so weird. I hate them. Yeah. And I'm just going to be really, really mad. Like. I can't, I know Sansa's like playing the game, but I'm just going to be really mad if Baelish is Stockholm syndroming her. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. But I just don't like it. I feel like if they end up together, Sansa's doing it just to get the upper hand. Yeah. (laughs) Because she's smart now. Yeah. And she's wearing black. So she's She's dyed her hair. Her hair is darker now. She's a rebellious teenager now. (laughs) You know when your hair is two shades darker, nobody can recognize you. Yeah, Avi. Especially when you're Sansa Stark. (laughs) Like the only redhead around. Yeah. Yeah. So we go back to King's Landing Mm -hmm. to the funeral and Loris is giving his condolences to Cersei, but she's just not listening. She's just people watching. She's Tommen watching. Yeah. Or or Marjorie watching. Depends on how you look at it. Both. Yeah. (laughs) Because they have a little moment and then she walks away. And then she makes a beeline towards them. Yeah. Or I think she does, but I think she gets gets kind of stopped in between. Yeah, because cancel. 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 Cousin Lancel. (laughs) To give his condolences. And he looks totally different. It's the same actor I looked it up. Okay. <laughs> he's had a few seasons off. He's got time to, you know, he got a new religion. He got a little swole. His hair. Yeah. His he got a haircut. Cut. Yeah. yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Right. 
He looks great. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he found like religion or whatever. So he, or whatever. <laughs> whatever. So he's part of the sparrows. And I'm like, I guess that's going to be important later. Oh, you're right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I just picked up on like, so he came by. Cersei didn't really care about what he had to say. And then Lancel's dad came by and he's like, oh, you know, this the new religious kids these days, you know, you, just, <laughs> Religion. you never know where they'll show up and stuff. And then Cersei's like, oh, I'm sure it'll pass. And I'm like, you can't. It's not a phase. <laughs> this isn't a phase, Malt. <laughs> it just it's, seemed pretty rude to this say. Is who I am. <laughs> I love these gods. Like, you know, like. If you choose, like, I get that you can switch along the way, but I feel like you don't just hop along, right? Kids these days and their religion. <laughs> and their, yeah, their gods or whatever. <laughs> and their robes. <laughs> their bare ass feet. <laughs> so now Cersei is in a quiet area and Lancel comes up to her and she says that, you know, he needed to heal from Blackwater Bay, but I don't remember what he did there. I think she... I think he spoke, said something against like what she wanted and she was just like pissed off. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm trying to think about it and now I can't really remember. And he like asks for her forgiveness. Yes, because and- it took me this long to realize that he was the bad squire with the bad haircut. Yeah. <laughs> so he says that he, uh, you know, I'm sorry for leading you into darkness by tempting her, but I'm pretty sure that was all her decision. Yeah. Right? It takes two to tango, kid. Yeah. <laughs> and also like she's the more powerful one. Yeah. You had nothing. You That was not your decision. Kind of sad that he took all the blame for it. Yep. That's what happens when you're the victim. Whoop. Oops. Whoop. Anyway, <laughs> he says that he's found peace in the seven and she can too. And then she laughs at him. So yeah. now we cut to Loris. So he's doing missionary work? Yep. Hey, <laughs> would you like to hear about my lord and savior, the seven? <laughs> <laughs> and what are their names? Uh, we got Dopey and <laughs> Doc and... And sleepy. Grouchy. Sneezy. <laughs> oh, I can relate to Sneezy. <laughs> but now we cut to Loris. He's in bed with some other guy. It's uh, that guy from the brothel, right? I think so. Yeah, He's yeah, got yeah. a bad haircut. Yeah. And they're talking about traveling. And I'm like, ooh, Dolores catch feelings? Well, because now he doesn't have to marry Cersei anymore since Tywin's dead. Yeah. <laughs> so he can, he's, the world is his oyster. Yeah, right. So Marjorie Buston, she's not surprised, but she's annoyed because she's yep. like, we have dinner plans. What are you doing? Yeah. Why are you not ready? <laughs> yep. And the guy's name is Oliver. So she kicks him out. Yeah. And then she and Loris talk about how Cersei doesn't have to marry Loris anymore, which means that she'll be here to be Marjorie's mother by law. And Marjorie's like, perhaps. Perhaps. What are you going to do? Girl. <laughs> so that's how Marjorie's going to die. What are you plotting? See, now I'm seeing the future now. Or I'm predicting that Marjorie is going to attempt to do something to Cersei. So Cersei's going to be like, nope, you're dead. And then that's how Marjorie leaves the She's show. She's going to sneak into Cersei's room at night yep. and shave her eyebrows off. Oh, man. That's rough. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're back to Tyrion. Yeah, at Pentos. He's had a shower. Good for him. <laughs> He needs a shave. He he does, yeah. His beard's getting a little crazy. Yeah. Varys says that he saved Tyrion for the Seven Kingdoms and believes that men with talent have a part to play. And Tyrion is being very like, woe is me. Yeah. So Tyrion's that, like, this place doesn't need me. Yeah. And Varys mentions that the Seven Kingdoms need someone stronger than Tommen and gentler than Stannis and that Tyrion can help them. He says, a ruler loved by millions with a powerful army and the right family name. And Tyrion says, good luck finding him. And Varys says, who said anything about him? And I'm like, oh my god, he yes. means Daenerys. And, you know, let's talk about having two allies in this first episode. Yeah, right? Amazing. <laughs> Love that. So then now Varys offers Tyrion a choice, drink himself to death here, or come with Varys on the road to Marine. 
to meet Daenerys. And Tyrion's like, can I drink on the way to Marine? <laughs> so he drinks on the way to Marine. Yeah. Fair question. Not to spoil, but he's definitely getting drunk yeah. on that road. I'm so excited for them to meet. That it'll be very interesting. It's going to be really cool. Do you think? Like, so going off of the whole, like, the battle is episode nine of every season. Do you think the battle's going to be, like, Tyrion and Daenerys versus King's Landing? Ooh. Imagine. That'd be so cool. Well, actually, I feel like it can't be because then the show would end because they would win. Yeah. Maybe it'll be Stannis. Ugh. Because he's still trying to gather an army. That's right. So maybe it'll be North versus South again. Okay. Interesting. Or maybe the White Walkers will come and it'll be Super North against North. <laughs> north against the more North. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but now we cut to Marine. Yes. The Unsullied are patrolling the streets. Dario and the other guy, Hisdar. Hisdar? Oh. I think it's his. Uh, his they, dar or her dar? <laughs> <laughs> their dar. <laughs> they are reporting to Daenerys that per their trip to Yunkai, it was a success and the masters have decided to cede power. And then his dar says that they asked for some concessions and Daenerys is like, LOL, what? Yeah, no. And he's like, politics is the art of compromise. And she's like, I'm not a politician. I'm a queen. I don't care what they want. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yes to standing your ground, but also like compromise a little bit, Daenerys. Come on. Yeah, you gotta be. It's, it's okay. Yeah. So the old masters want to reopen the fighting pits. She's not about it. She's not. But you know who is? Yeah. Dario. Dario. We cut to her after some hanky panky with Dario. Yep. And she's still going on about the pits. And Dario just tells her that it's a good idea to open them. So then he tells his whole story about how like he was sold into like fighting into the pits when he was a kid. Yep. And that that's how he learned how to fight. Yep. He learned every single technique. Yeah. One oh. mad cash for his master. Then his master set him free when he died, and then he joined the Second Sons, and now here we are. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> Love that backstory. <laughs> then we go from that to then Daenerys opening up that she still can't find Drogon, and she can't control her other dragons. Yep. Uh-oh. So then he argues that she, uh, she, you know, she made so many enemies across the world, and that they all will attack the moment that she shows any weakness. So open up the pits. I don't really see how those two arguments really go together, but I feel like he, the whole time he was just working into, like, open up the pits. I think it's because if she keeps pissing people off, they're going to keep looking at her under like a microscope. Oh, yeah. So maybe that's why. I guess. So then she goes down to the catacombs to see yep. her other two dragons, Viserion and Rhaegal. Yep. And they're like freaking out. And then she eventually runs away. She's like, no. Yeah. No I jumped. Did you jump? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So it's because <laughs> we're in the dungeons. Obviously, it's pitch black. Dark. And we see only like a shadow of Daenerys. And then mm -hmm. it's super quiet. And you're just like, oh, something's going to happen. And then boom. Yeah. <laughs> the lights just like jump on. And then the dragon is right there in her like, face. And rah! it's like, it's very understandably <laughs> mad at her. Like, why would you... Daenerys, I'm going to victim blame you 100% here because why would you lock up two dragons in a dungeon Yeah, and think that they like will just be chill next time you come see them? Yeah. You should know, with like no food, no water. Should have put them in like a nice room. To yeah. Get skylight. Yeah. <laughs> Give them food. I don't know, man. Yeah, I know. But now she's going to have to train them back up into loving her again. Yeah. They, they're they still babies, yeah. right? <laughs> Teens, maybe. Teen, their teenage phase. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's definitely all her fault now. Oh, yeah. That's going to take And she's got a lot of... Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we're back to the wall. Yeah. And John goes to visit Mance in his cell. And Mance knows that it's his last meeting because yeah. he knows that Stannis wants him to kneel. I didn't realize that Mance was a prisoner. Well, he's like 
in that little room <laughs> no but like i know but like from like last season i didn't realize that they had just taken him oh yeah i thought john had to go outside to go meet mans yeah they took everyone and i was like where are they keeping everyone right yeah that's a good point point. and then i was like oh yeah the wall has many towers <laughs> ah yes yes yes, yes. <laughs> with many rooms ah, those <laughs> yeah mance is like hard pass bro i'm not kneeling to this guy yep it's not happening and john is like come on man but like just get over yourself and do it <laughs> and mance is like if you don't understand why i'm not gonna explain it to you yeah john thinks it's all pride and mance says no it's not about pride it's about my beliefs yeah and my people can't see me do this nope and he admits that he's scared of dying because they're gonna burn him alive so he's yeah. afraid and he's like what an awful way to go and i'm like yeah me too yeah he's like i don't want them to see me like that yeah that sucks <laughs> so then mans calls john a good lad for trying to negotiate but it's not worth explaining blah 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 i just wanted to say again this is when i was like stannis really just doesn't care no he doesn't so like i respect mans for standing up because he knows that he's just turning his people over because one of his uh, points was like i'm not gonna give my people to fight a foreigner's war yeah he doesn't want them involved in the westeros drama because he knows that man like they like all of all of mans's people are expendable to to stannis yeah so i respect that yeah i like mans yeah <laughs> So then John leaves saying that he thinks that Mance is making a terrible mistake. And Mance says, the freedom to make mistakes is all I ever wanted. Aw. <laughs> so now we cut to later on and Mance is being escorted to the post. Yeah. And, oh, man. Stannis gives him one last chance. Yeah. And Stannis has the nerve to be so offended that Mance calls himself the king beyond the wall and claims that Westeros only has one king. Bro, that's not even you. Yeah. That's and it's not... not that's not even you and isn't beyond the wall not westeros anyway yeah so calm down all the way yeah it's north Ros. <laughs> <laughs> it's so far Ros. yeah <laughs> mansa wishes stannis good fortune in the wars to come yeah he's still a good dude about it yeah now my question is after mansa dies who's in charge because that doesn't mean like just because you've killed the leader well he said he was going to kill all the wildlings if mansa didn't oh okay i missed that part i, I would assume that if they didn't all die that tormund would become the next guy right yeah see because my other question or like just not question but like common sense wise is like okay so like you're my leader right yeah now you get killed so my alliance my alliance allegiance whatever it is my loyalty doesn't automatically go to the person who killed you well they're wildlings right? so I they're free people they're free people so they don't really care for who's in charge right or maybe they'll so just, then they can just leave again or they'll divide again right because they're all different clans and then they'll be less powerful so then like, stannis is going to still have nobody yeah Stupid no man. stannis totally loses <laughs> what an idiot yeah because even if mance were to like kneel yeah and like everyone lost respect for him they would all leave yeah and be like oh fuck this guy yeah exactly <laughs> and they'd go back and do their own thing yeah so then uh, Melisandre gives a really bad eulogy. Yeah, she comes up to the plate, <laughs> gives her religious speech. <laughs> She's saying, you know, everyone has a choice between light or darkness. And then she addresses the free folk and says that Stannis is the one true king and that theirs is a, lie, a, a king of lies. So now here's my other question is that if you are, again, my leader and somebody <laughs> comes to me and says, hey, your leader is a liar and sucks, that's not going to make me want to believe you. Yeah, I'd rather just go away yeah i'd be like you're stupid no yeah i'd be like why are you so obsessed with the lord of life <laughs> why don't you just bury him if you're so yeah. with him? <laughs> why don't you just be a free folk yeah really so then melisandre lights the post on fire and does it in such a slow burn way which seems also pretty rude yeah because he's on a post but he's on a in the middle of like a big square of just obviously wood so she burns all the corners so that it slowly gets to him yeah and that just just 
to torture. Yeah, that's to just torture. not nice. Yeah, Mance looks scared. I'm upset. Yeah. Tormund is upset. John and uh, Gilly can't bear to watch, and neither can I. <laughs> yep, John leaves. Yeah. It cuts to um, Celise, and she's smiling, and Shireen is, like, closing her eyes because she doesn't want to see That's her name. It. Okay. I know I keep forgetting it, too, because it's like I keep... Because we never hear their names. Well, that and I keep forgetting because I keep forgetting if Shireen is the wife or the oh. daughter because their names sound alike. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God. But yeah, Mance is like freaking out because the fire is getting closer and closer to him. So then all of a sudden, an arrow pierces his chest and the camera pans to John with an arrow. With like, he got him with an arrow. Yeah. Letting him die with some dignity. Yeah. So he or at least less pain. Yeah, so he wouldn't have to suffer. Yeah. And I don't think Mance deserved to suffer. No, he didn't. No. What a good man. Yeah, right? I That's liked the him. End of that episode. Yeah. I liked that that premiere. Me too. That's I liked that one. first episode. Yeah. Second episode. <laughs> the the House, House of, of Black, Black and, and White. White. That's cute that we just did that together. Aww. That was not planned. No, not at all. Good for us. And I really am craving Black and White cookies after this episode. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> was it because of the house of black and white yeah they do like the doors they yeah. kind of look like the cookie yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so we open on aria and Ooh. she finally made it to bravos all right yeah and um the captain of the ship ends up boating he's got a little dinghy yep and he brings aria to the house of black and white and it seems important because it's the episode title yep and i'm like i hope this is an aria centric episode and I could not have been more wrong. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I hope every episode is Arya-centric. Yeah. This episode needed way more Arya and it did not. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. she needs, give her the screen time she deserves. Honestly, I think her story is going to be so interesting yeah. and I want more of it. <laughs> so she knocks on the door and a super old man opens the door and is very uninterested in her. Yeah. Like I, she could definitely be one of those like solicitors and he's like, nah, man. Yeah. He doesn't have time for her. Yeah. So he's she like, shows the coin. I'm watching my show. Yeah. Do you mind? And it's the finale, so skedaddle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she shows the coin and says, Jack and Hagar gave it to me. And he's like, mm, no one here by that name. Bye. <laughs> so then she has nowhere to go. And she just kind of stays at the doorstep for like two days. Yeah. Reciting well, actually, her hit list. Yeah. What's pretty funny is that she says, I have nowhere else to go. So then he says, you have everywhere else to go, which is going to be my new comeback. <laughs> you know, I have nothing to do. You have everything to do. Yeah. So how about that? <laughs> Find something. <laughs> so she gets annoyed and she eventually just tosses the coin into the water and leaves. Yep. Because and also, so like she's so stubborn. She stays out there, you know, nightfall, morning. It's raining. Another night, more, another morning. Like I would have given up. But also that explains why she has more backbone than I do. I mean, if I was already waiting, I would have been like, I've committed to this. And I would just, yeah. I would have kept going. Yeah. That's also, and also, yeah, she has been on the road to, um, what is this place called? Bravos. Bravos. For like two and a half seasons now. Yeah. So, yeah. You're right. I wouldn't <laughs> just walk away. Yeah. I'd be like, I've already been here two days. <laughs> Let me in. <laughs> ah. And now we cut to Brienne and Pod. Yeah. They're and stopping for lunch. They're the only ones I feel like who like continually stop for food. Yeah. No That's like eats. good and realistic. <laughs> good writing in their story. So they go to some inn and Padraig is so smitten by the ale girl. Yes. I'm like, oh, he's so cute. <laughs> so he's following her. And yeah. who do we see? Baelish and Sansa conveniently. Wow. My head is going to explode. Yeah. Honestly. I was just like, oh, my, I swear. <laughs> so Padraig, of course, spots her. Because he's like, oh, she's, that's her. Yep. Oh, snap. So Brienne, he tells Brienne, and she's so ready to pounce to action. She's she, like, where? Who? When? She, where? Are you sure? Yeah. 
She's like, go get the horses. What are you doing? And he's like, we only have one horse. What do you mean? <laughs> She's like, go get the horses. Go find another one. Yeah. Duh, Podrick. <laughs> Didn't have you, don't you know what stealing is? <laughs> so as he's outside, Bran goes up to Baelish and Sansa. And Baelish lets Brienne come close. So there's like 10 guards surrounding them. So Baelish lets Brienne cross the the barrier of guards mm-hmm. so that Brienne can come and kneel immediately to Sansa because, you know, she pledged her loyalty to Sansa's mother. Yeah, she gives her the whole spiel yep. about serving her mom. And then Baelish comes in hot with that defense manipulation. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, 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 didn't Renly die under your watch? And didn't Catelyn die under your watch? So, like, why would I let you around Sansa? And then <laughs> Brienne's like, why would you have to be in charge of whoever goes around Sansa? So he's like, well, that's my niece by marriage and blah, blah, blah. He's like, we're oh. family now. I just punched the microphone. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's gross. Yeah. I don't he like freaks him. me out. Just, he's no, no good. <laughs> um, so essentially, now we decide to let Sansa decide if Brienne can be around her because, you know, she's in charge of her own life. Yeah. She doesn't want anything to do with Brienne. No, because she <laughs> saw Brienne kneel to Joffrey at the wedding. And Brienne's like, sometimes we don't have a choice. And then Sansa's like, sometimes we do. Ooh. So that's good for you. Stand up for yourself. Sansa's really growing up. Yeah. I'm so proud of my girl. And now Baelish invites Brienne to stay in a way that like definitely means he's going to kill her in five seconds. Yeah. So Brienne's like, "Uh, no. So she body checks the guard and and leaves. And runs out. And uh, they let the horses free and her and Podrick steal a couple. Yep. Grand Theft Horses. Yep. And then Grand Theft, um, what's what's horseback riding called? Equestrian. Grand Theft Equestrian. (laughs) (laughs) So... We're quickly reminded that Podrick is not good at riding horses. I thought he got so much better, though. I mean, like, he was good for a little bit until he got bad, yeah. Yeah. I guess maybe the stress. Yeah. The pressure. High pressure situation. Yeah. He's like, oh, my God. Yeah. So there's a (laughs) fork in the road. Brienne goes one way. Podrick accidentally goes the other way. Nice. So most of the guys follow Podrick, (laughs) which seems pretty mean. Yeah. That's just, like, picking on him at this point. Easy target. Yeah. Yeah. And then he loses his horse. Yep. Gets kicked (laughs) off of it. Yeah. So then he gets, so he gets kicked off in like a river. So he gets back into the shore. One of the guards finds him. So in, in great Podrick defense, he picks up a stone and throws it at the guy. And the guy's like, oh, so you're unarmed. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. So so then the guy starts charging at him. And then Brienne comes out of nowhere and she's like, Podrick duck. So then he just (laughs) fetal position and she just takes him out. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So uh, then another guard comes by to, um fight Brienne and now I have another question yes so she stabs that guy in the throat and I yeah. almost puked did you yeah I was so like, that's it yeah that's it. so the choreography there was that Brienne is still on her horse this other guy comes in on his horse and they're sparring so they're kind of like standing still more or less so my question is like I know that that's choreographed and the horses are trained but in the real world would horses be that chill like would the horse just stay put for you to get stabbed I guess or would the horse get all spooked and like start bucking and like running away i don't know you know i feel like if horses freaked out they probably wouldn't have used them in battles that's true if they couldn't train them like that you're right or maybe they put thingies on their heads so they can't see what's going on they oh, can yeah, only the see straight yeah, yeah so they can only see straight it's just interesting so they don't freak out yeah because like I, ju- I just feel like this horse stayed put so that he could get stabbed <laughs> you know maybe that horse just hates that guy and totally <laughs> knew she would kill him yeah <laughs> So now back into the the show. This guy doesn't give me carrots. Yeah. <laughs> I just get rotten apples. Yeah. So then after all this, 
Padraig mentions to Brienne that since Arya and Sansa both refused her production, she's technically free from her vows. And she's not having it. And Brienne's like, no, you idiot. <laughs> she's with Littlefinger. Do, do you think she's safe there? Yeah. Also, I keep forgetting that Littlefinger and Baelish are the same person. Like, <laughs> I think everybody calls him Littlefinger and we just call him Baelish because we got used to that. But I think that... Because when he was introduced to us, he was Baelish. But then we find out everyone calls him Littlefinger to like make fun of him. Yeah. (laughs) Either way, Sansa's not safe and Brienne's not going to give up. Yeah. And Arya is God knows where. So (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And you know, that's my other thing is that um, why didn't Brienne bring up that she just saw Arya to Sansa? That's true. You know? I don't know. Maybe it's better to not give Baelish that information. Probably. Yeah. I was just thinking that. Yeah. I answered my question as I was saying it. Whoop. Yeah. That's how it goes. So to King's Landing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Cersei summons Jamie to like her room and there's some box. Yep. He opens it and it has a viper statue and Marcella's necklace. Yep. So she's freaking out. She's ready to throw down for their kid. She's like, let's start a war. First of all, Jamie's like, so it's a threat. And Cersei's like, you dumb idiot. It's a threat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you stupid know nothing. <laughs> God. So yeah, she's freaking out. And uh, Jamie's like, calm down. Because he doesn't want anyone to find out that Cersei's children are his. Yep. She doesn't care. <laughs> and she's like, uh, you've never been a father to our kids. And also, like, understandably so. Yeah. Like. He's like, if I was their father, they'd be killed. Yeah. And then so <laughs> would we. Yeah. So. And then she's Great like. Great reaction. Yeah. She's, from she's, everyone else. <laughs> she's not happy. And she's saying that, you know, our eldest was murdered at his own wedding. Our only daughter was shipped off to Dorne. Our youngest son is set off to marry a smirking whore from Highgarden. Cersei, calm down. Yeah. Marjorie is not that bad. She's, <laughs> she's probably the best thing that could happen to your family right now. Yeah, seriously. Maybe if you just like dialed it back a little bit and yeah. like chilled out. Maybe got to know her. Yeah. You know? Uh, but, or maybe didn't freak out about a prophecy. Yeah, that you heard 25 years ago. Yeah. So now uh, Jamie says that he's going to make things better by going to Dorne and getting Marcella back. And Cersei's like, what do you think they're just going to give our daughter back? And he's like, I'm not going to ask. <laughs> so then she's like, oh, you're going to Dorne, you alone with your one hand. So I feel like the people in this world are very into like just focusing on what we don't have. Yeah. Instead of what we do have. <laughs> that just doesn't seem like the right attitude to me. Everyone likes to roast everyone, but can't take it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no one can be in the kitchen. Yeah. And she is like, totally about to have a total mental breakdown yeah, yeah. all then, tommy needs to do is step on a crack in a sidewalk and she's gonna like <laughs> lose it <laughs> Trixie! so then jamie says he's not going alone which means Braun is coming back i know i was like who's coming so then we go to we cut to Braun, and he's with uh lawless lawless and they're like skipping rocks they're so cute he's skipping rocks she's wedding planning yeah. nobody's she's, listening to each other no yeah he's just bored she's so excited with her wedding though and it's very cute yeah so then they talk about how lalas's older sister is mean and how mean people get what's coming to them eventually which means he's gonna murder her yeah um she basically describes her sister and describes her in a way that paints her as a bully and this girl just seems super immature so now i'm like how old is she probably (laughs) like 19 or 20 I was thinking like 17. Or 17, probably. Yeah. There's just, there's a very clear age difference. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But again, we're in old timey times. It's, it's, that's the wave back then. We get yeah. it. <laughs> as long as she's not a minor. <laughs> Although if she's 17, she is. So. 
I don't know. Let's move on. Yeah. So anyway, we so see Jamie. Jamie shows up and Brom's like, ah, oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Yeah. And Lawless is like, oh my God. <laughs> A Lannister. Ooh. Jamie Lannister. Ooh. The most handsome of all the Lannisters. The cutest Kingslayer of them all. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> Who is still a rapist. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> I just, just, by the way, yeah, I just like to remember, you know, like he's a good, he could be good, but just to remember what he did. (laughs) Anywho, (laughs) Jamie gives Bronn a letter saying that Lawless is now promised to another dude. And Jamie's like, cool. So that means you're coming with me on a new mission. And when we get back, I'll get you a better girl and a better castle. Yeah. And Bronn's like, do I like that idea or not? So then he says, return from where? So we're going to South Roast, buddy. (laughs) Cut to Dorne. Wait, but um, Brom gets so pissed. Apparently Cersei set up that whole thing. Yes, she did. And now he's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, that really sucks for him. He's like, I was was about to be happy. Yeah. (laughs) I was about to have a nice house, bro. (laughs) But now Jamie's going to get him a better one. Yeah. So now we're at Dorne and uh, maybe the queen. I don't know. It's Ilaria. Oh, uh, Bren's lover. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and she's looking down at the princess. Very son much forgot who she and was. And Marcella, and she's like pissed. Yes. <laughs> she does not like the idea of Marcella walking around. Yeah. Being a Lannister. She's like, F this Lannister girl. Yep. Doing things <laughs> that she cannot control. Yeah. I think it's because Alaria cut her hair and now oh, she's wearing black. Oh, okay. Maybe that's why you didn't recognize her. I fully had no idea who that yeah. was. Because you know how, like, whenever we're like upset, we cut our hair? Yeah. <laughs> I get bangs. Yeah. <laughs> Did she have bangs? I don't remember. Okay. I don't think she did before. Love your jar. <laughs> Ding <laughs> Mason. Ding <laughs> Mason. But yeah. Uh, so she goes into where the prince is mm-hmm. and he wants nothing to do with it. So she's like, you know, they killed your brother and I just want to send Marcella back to Cersei like she, one finger at a time. She says they murdered your brother and he said he volunteered for a trial by combat. It wasn't murder. Yeah. So good for him for understanding and not yeah. going crazy on a child. Yeah. Being like all ragey and yeah. not thinking yes yeah, so and she wants to send marcella back in pieces and the prince says we do not mutilate little girls for vengeance and not we definitely don't do it while i rule which is the third ally in two episodes yeah but now i'm like Very oh happy. great he's gonna die he yeah you're right <laughs> but at least not yet yeah at least not Maybe for a little in like bit two episodes yeah so now we cut to marine Yay. Dario and Grey Worm are walking and talking about how the Unsullied are too easy to hide from because they're so like always out and patrolling. Yeah. Yeah. And how um, his second sons are able to get intel because they blend in with normal people. Yes. So they go into some home and it looks abandoned and Grey Worm's like, okay, so your intel was wrong. Let's get out of here. And Dario like stabs a wall and a guy pops out. Yeah. He says, (laughs) "Uh, sweetie, you forgot that people have fear, which means that they hide. So then that's when he, and he doesn't like way too cool. Yeah. He like knew too much. Yeah. But I mean, that's the intel part of it. Dario's one cool dude. Yeah, he is. <laughs> it was a pretty baller move. Yeah. But now a bunch of people are figuring out, uh, they're just like, it's like a council meeting, I guess. Yeah. But they're trying to figure out what to do with the new prisoner that they have. So now one of the freed prisoners says that he wants the guy dead. His dar says that they want to hear him out because he's the only guy that came from the privilege and, you know, the whole fair trial thing. Yeah. He's the, in the harpy guys. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, that ex-slave, who, was he there the whole time? Has he been there or is he just new? Uh, he's new, but they made it seem like he's been there for a while. So I just accepted it. Yeah. Because I was like, who is this guy? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but he is saying that they should just execute that guy because the Sons of the Harpy only understand blood. 
They're like, they're not going to negotiate. They're not going to like discuss anything. He's like, they don't care. And then Baratheon comes in with like, let's give a fair trial. Barristan. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. He, I uh, mix the names up all the time. He's trying really hard to be the voice of reason. Yeah. So she tells everyone to leave and Barristan hangs back to talk to her about her father. Yes. And he tells her that all his brutality eventually led to all but two Targaryens dead. Her and, and her brother. Yeah. And he's basically forewarning her that if she's that she's going down the same path as her father and if she keep if she keeps playing judge, jury, and executioner. Then she's gonna get executed. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm not my father. Yeah. And it's like mm, kinda <laughs> no. But also Apple doesn't fall it's fall too far from the tree. As he's reminding her about her father who she doesn't know, I just again am reminded about this weird timeline. Yeah. Like how in one generation do we like forget everything? Oh, you mean like in Star Wars? Yeah. When people yes. forget that Jedi exist. Yes. How did that happen? <laughs> I don't understand that. How is it an urban legend and a big myth if it was like ten years ago? Yeah, I don't There's I don't no it. way. Yeah, and then maybe she was super young when her dad died but for Definitely. her to just not have any knowledge at all but even then so even if he did die when she was a baby she was and she's like 16 when she met drogo in yeah. season one that's only that's 16 years yeah there's she, no way that like the other people surrounding you forgot your entire history yeah and didn't tell her anything yeah it doesn't make any sense I'm just confused by that. Like, I get it if your entire, like, civilization Mm -hmm. was wiped out. But I feel like that's still, like, there's still tale of your entire, like, it's only been 16 years. Yeah. It hasn't really been long enough for everyone to be like, oh, who is the Mad King? Yeah. Like, we still know who Washington is. (laughs) (laughs) Barristan's like, oh, the Mad King. And she gets offended. She's like, my father? Like, squeeze me? Tomato, tomato. Yeah. Like, (laughs) he was crazy. Just own it. She decides to give the son of the harpy a fair trial. And then he seems so relieved. Yeah. And then we cut to Tyrion and they're on the road to Marine. He's drunk and depressed. They're yep. in a box, like a cart what's thing. What's the um what's the thing from Carriage? Um Um The Matrix that you said nothing matters, everything is dead anyway. Nihilism, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Tyrion is being. Oh yeah. He's really being really <laughs> negative yeah. Nancy. Yeah. And Varys is like, Will you cut this shit? I am tired of it. Do we have to listen <laughs> to you being negative the whole way? I feel Varys so hard right yeah. now. <laughs> Tyrion uh, wants to go out for a walk and Varys is like, no, you're going to get spotted. Yeah, because <laughs> Cersei has a bounty on his head that anybody who brings her his head will get um, immediate lordship. Yeah, and he he comes back with how many dwarves are there in, in the world? Is Cersei going to kill them all? And then we immediately cut to a dwarf head being put onto a table. So the answer and, is yes, she yeah. will. Yeah. <laughs> and if she doesn't have a ruin killed, other people are because yeah. they want that yes. prize. Yes, they do. Yeah, so the head falls onto the table in front of Cersei, and she's like, nope, this isn't him. But I'm like, what? And then they decide not to execute the hunters for being wrong because she doesn't want to discourage or dissuade the other hunters. Which yeah. Is, uh, pretty crazy, Cersei. <laughs> You're kind of a psychopath. But anyway, she's going to dispose of the head, and then Kyburn is like, no, I want to experiment on it. So she's like, oh, yes, good, 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 take it. I think I think Cersei needs to eat something. She, yeah, she does. <laughs> she needs to drink some water too. Yeah, maybe get some sun. Yeah, probably all that. Take a step back from the workload. Yeah, super weird that Kyburn wants that for research. Like, yeah. okay, guy, whatever. Like, but you uh, know, whatever. He, he being weird. so much from experimenting. Yeah. So then we follow Cersei and Kyburn into a council meeting. Yep. And he Kyburn gets to join, and Pycelle's very pissed off about it. Yes. <laughs> and so. she sits. Cersei sits in the hand of the king seat. So then her uncle, Kevin, 
<laughs> very good. Very good. I day. know. I'm glad you had the same reaction to me because I was like, Kevin? <laughs> really? <laughs> We've all these silly ass names and then Kevin? Kevin? <laughs> Who's next? Don? <laughs> but so her uncle Kevin is like, you're in the hand of the king seat. And she's like, oh my God, no, I'm not going to be the hand of the king. I'm just a woman. I'm only going to do everything the hand of the king does until Tom is old enough to pick one. Yeah. Which is basically her being like, SDFU. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. I'm doing this stuff. Um, but then, so she, so it's Uncle Kevin, it's Picel, and then it's Lord Tyrell. Yeah. So she essentially goes down the list and she's like, so Tyrell, you're now master of the coin. Picel, bye. <laughs> and then uh, she tells Kevin that he is now the master of war, which is a pretty baller name. Yeah, it is. But he's also like, full stop. I don't believe you. He's like, F you. I'm not taking orders from a lady. <laughs> Honestly, calm down, everybody in this world. This whole part was silly because Lord Tyrell was like, I'll be Hand of the King. And then she was like, you're already master of ships and I want you to be master of gold. And he gets like so flattered. (laughs) Oh, me? (laughs) I'd never, but okay, if you insist. Yeah. And then um, she makes Kyburn master of whispers and Pycelle wants to be Hand of the King. He's like, it's always the Grand Maester who is the hand of the king if there's not an appointed one. And she is just like, she's not having it. Nope. And then Uncle Kevin is just not having any of this. No, he's, he's like, Tommen tells me, or it's not. I don't believe you. I'm not going to be your puppet. Yeah. And she's like, well, Tommen wanted me to speak on his behalf. And he's like, tell me to my face. Yeah. He's so, like, I'm not taking anything from you. He's like, you have no power. You're just the king's mom. Yeah. <laughs> and that feels like the ultimate disrespect move oh for sure like, oh yeah you're just the mom <laughs> whatever yeah uncle kevin tell her <laughs> <laughs> so we're back to the wall yeah and uh reading lessons with shireen yeah. oh love this segment she's teaching gilly now and it's so cute gilly now knows what an s is yeah she also starts throwing some shade at sam yes love it so i guess he's not a good reading teacher no. or there's other stuff going there's, on between them there's underlying but he's also probably not a good reading teacher yeah She's like, uh, <laughs> she's like when like um two people are together and like one person's just like not working and yeah. she's like, so you're just gonna sit around all day? <laughs> and I'll, I'll just fine. I'll, I'll do it. I'll, yeah. I'll just do all the work. It's like fine. that, like that episode in SpongeBob <laughs> when Squidward's living there and because he got fired from the Krusty Krab and SpongeBob gets all pissed off because he's taking care of him. Oh no way! I missed that one. <laughs> oh, or I've probably seen it, but I don't remember. Oh, uh, I'm totally a bad fan. Seen You've seen it. <laughs> um, but anyway, so. So Sam is studying in some other corner and Gilly and Shireen are talking about like, oh, you're a great teacher. Very, you know, very patient <laughs> and kind. <laughs> and then Sam's like, I only said the more you spend practicing, the faster you'll be able to read. And Gilly's like, mm, no, what? I can't hear. Who? Who's talking? Yeah. She's like, go back to your book about ostrich Stark. Yeah. Because he's <laughs> talking. He like found something about the Starks. Yeah. Um, but then Shireen says that she learned how to read when she was three and had lots of time to practice because her mom kept her locked up because of her grayscale, which is the stuff on her face. It's so sad. And then apparently Gilly had two sisters who had that. Yeah. And it spreads. I guess. Because her sisters died and she said it was all over them. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. Gross. Rough. Not gross, but like that's sad. It's yeah. pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it's like, I guess it's not contagious, but I wonder how they got it. But then, so they're talking about it. And then Stannis comes, comes in. I keep, yeah. I was like, Stannis' wife and his daughter, blah, blah, blah. So she tells Sam and um, Gilly to leave. So then she tells Shireen to stay away from Gilly because she's a wildling. And Shireen do- just doesn't get it because she thinks Gilly is a nice person. And this is a great example of how racism is learned. Yep. <laughs> 
And then, so Shireen is, not Shireen, Salise says, uh, you know, your father defeated their master. They could hurt him by hurting you. And the, and I was going to say the girl. And Shireen is like, but Gilly would never. And then Salise is like, all these books and you still don't know anything. You mean hag. Shut up. She also has the nerve to say, you don't know what people will do. And it's like, yeah, because you wanted to kill your daughter, you nut. Yeah. Ugh, I hate her. Yeah, she can go. <laughs> I am not a fan of Salise. So then we cut to Stannis, and he's pissed off at John. And yep. John tells him that the wildlings will never follow him, only one of their own. Yes, he's mad at John for showing mercy to Mance. Yeah, he's like, how could you? Yeah. <laughs> I trusted you. You dare. <laughs> so uh, Stannis wants John on his side now, says that he wants the north. And John's like, even if I could, I'm still just a bastard, so I can't give you the north. And Stannis says that if he bends the knee, he'll make John a Stark, which can you just do that? I mean, if Stannis is recognized as the king, he technically can because he has authority to just do that. To just change families up like that? But before that, um, Stannis brings up Lyanna Mormont and apparently her people will only follow a northern northern ruler if it's a Stark. Yes. So he wants to get and who's, her. who is she? She is Commander Mormont's niece. And who is he? <laughs> Commander Mormont? Oh. The guy who was leader of the Night's Watch and then got killed yes. at Craster's okay. Keep? Yeah. Okay. I forgot who he was. Yes. Okay. So um, Stannis wants her people to join him. Okay. So And now where are her people? <laughs> in the north somewhere. Okay. So he basically wants to get people, t- an army together to fight Roos. Ah, That's his yes. whole okay, okay. His whole game plan. It's all connected now. Thank so you. So he wants John to take Winterfell back, become Lord Stark. Ah. So that way he'll get her people to yes. follow him following Stannis. Copy, copy, copy. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. <laughs> so now it's later and John is updating Sam about it, about the whole, like, I'll make you a Stark thing. Yeah. But he's like, I'm going to turn it down. And Sam's like, huh? What do you mean? <laughs> so John says, I swore to the Night's Watch that, or I made an oath to the Night's Watch. And if I just break that, then what kind of a leader would I be in, in any world? So I guess like fair game or whatever, but like, do you have to be so noble all the time? <laughs> Isn't it exhausting? Yeah. <laughs> so now it's time to vote for the 998th Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. Wait, one important thing is that John mentions that getting the Stark name is something he's always, always wanted. wanted. Yeah. So Stannis very like, you know. He's dangling in dang- front of him. Yeah. But okay. So the 998th Eighth. Lord Commander. That's a lot. How long has the Night's Watch been around? What are the term limits for the Lord Commander? Like, what? how often do we vote? Like, what is, what's the turnaround time Is this time a here? yearly vote? If, it's got to be monthly if it's almost a thousand Lord Commanders. I know yeah, right? a lot of them have to die in battle, but like, that's so many. Yeah. So they remember 998 people, but they don't remember like Targaryen stuff. See? <laughs> don't even get me started. <laughs> So now people are um, nominating other people. So the guy with no backbone, Slint, from the, the battle, mm-hmm. he is nominating Alistair. And yeah. then somebody else elects Dennis Malister, who just has to be on the ballot for, you know, just. Oh. So I'm sitting here just waiting for Sam to elect John. And then finally, Master Eamon is about to conduct the vote. But then Sam interrupts. Yeah. And then Slint is a bad sport about it and makes fun of Sam about him being uh, in love with a wildling girl. And Sam comes back because now Sam, remember, Sam's got got a backbone now. Yeah. And he just totally like outs him for hiding with Gilly during the battle with the wildlings. Yeah. 
And I'm he's like, like Brother Slint knows knows Gilly pretty well. They were cowered together in the larder during the battle for the wall. And everyone starts laughing at him. And, he, and then Slint is like, those are lies. It's a lie. And like, ev- everybody knows it's the Everybody truth. knows. Yeah. There's a hundred dudes. Yeah. Gossip spreads fast. So John is trying to be like, Sam, stop that. Yeah. But Sam casts his nomination for John to be Lord Commander. And John gets a little emotional. Yeah. So Alistair pops in and is like, yeah, but he was in love with a wildling. So he clearly is not 100% loyal to us. Yeah, I'm not into the smear campaigning. Yeah. So it's Alistair Thorne, some other guy, and John are all the candidates. Yes. yes. I just don't remember who the second guy is. I just remember it starts with an M. His name is Dennis Malister. Okay. Doesn't matter. It's like the Tower of Shadows yeah. or something. Some, some nonsense. So they put coins in a jar to count votes, and then they break the jar. Yep. Couldn't they just, like, tip it over? It, they're men. They have to break things. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. So then there ends up being a tie, so Maester Amon becomes a tiebreaker. And he votes for John. Love that. Love it. So now we don't get to see any more of that because we cut to Bravos. Yeah, to Arya um, walking in the streets and she immediately gets picked on some, by some dudes. Yep. You know, some real tough guys. Yep. They then, try to bully her about. So she actually, she just cut off the head of a pigeon because she's got to eat something. Yeah. So then they're like, uh, so how much is that sword worth? And she's like, turn around and go. <laughs> and I'm like, Tim, I need that kind of like, just stand my groundness, you know? Yeah, really. And then they're like, sword like that's worth a hundred pigeons. And then she's like, nothing's worth anything to dead people and i'm like damn aria get them oh man <laughs> mess them up so as they're about to like as these three dudes are about to gang up on her the guy from the black and white house comes up to her and they run they're like oh they're like, oh man yeah so she ends up following him back and uh they end up in back in front of the house of black and white and he takes his face off yep and reveals that he's actually jackin yep Except like, that he's not jacking because a man is not jacking Hagar. Yeah. I'm like, can we just not speak in riddles, please? <laughs> and then she's like, well, who are you then? And he's like, no one. And that is who a girl must become. And how can we just, why are we in the third person? Like the mysterious third person, you know? I don't know. He was like that when she knew him before, yeah. too. And I was like, this like is I wonder where that comes from. Exhausting. <laughs> it's exhausting. Because he has to be anybody, just uh, a man and a girl. Yeah. But anyway, I'm excited for her training. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Now he wants to take her in. Yeah, but like, finally. I'm annoyed about it. But she like, had to prove herself. Ugh. Now cut to Marine. Yeah. The freed slave uh, on Daenerys' council gets the harpy prisoner who says, no matter what she does, she'll never be your mother. So then we cut to him and they've killed him and bolted his body to a wall. Some vigilante justice. Yep. Yep. So Daenerys is like, well, why'd you do that? He was not yours to kill. And he's like, because I did it for you and blah, 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 for your name and all that, all that jazz. So then she's like, but, you know, that there was he was waiting for a trial and <laughs> there was information that he had that I wanted, but you killed him. Yeah. So you need to get punished. Oh, so then she goes outside to address her people. Yep. And she starts talking and then they bring out that um, that former slave. And I'm like, oh, no, we're going to do a public execution. Yep. Uh, no big deal. Yeah. So the crowds chant and they're like, they don't want to see this guy get killed. But then she eventually, after some hesitation, orders Dario to execute him. And then all the ex-slaves start to hiss. Yeah. Which was kind of wild. It was really scary. Yeah. Um, it got super, well, first it got super quiet. And then it was. <laughs> yeah. Just Ooh. a lot of it. Yeah. And then the ex-slaves and the old masters, masters yeah. they all start to like riot. Yeah. 
And I was like, this is getting crazy. So I wonder why the the ex-masters rioted. You know, like I understand the slaves. Yeah. But maybe just in general, that wasn't a thing that they did in Marine. Maybe. I don't know. Or maybe they just rioted because they knew that it would just like mess things up and they could probably overthrow again. Or maybe it was just self-defense because they knew the slaves are going to freak out. The probably. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. there they're, are there are more of them than, than the masters. Yeah, yeah. And they just saw one of their own get executed. Yeah. So whoop. The unsullied escort Daenerys back to her room because now there's stones being thrown around and people fighting. Mm -hmm. So her counsel is in there. She tells everyone to leave. And then 0.2 seconds after everyone leaves, (laughs) she hears a sound and goes towards it. Yep. So her dragon Drogon is back. And seems very calm right now. Yeah. So she goes to like reach out for it. And it's a very tense moment. Yeah. She's kind of like. I was like, that thing is going to blow her face off. Yeah. I was like, it's going to bite her hand. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, then it flies away before she can touch it. Yeah. So did she lose her baby or is she her baby back? Maybe it's scanning her. It's like you're not worthy yet. Oh, yes. <laughs> Quite like Thor and um, what is the hammer's name? Monir. Yes, that. Yeah. You cannot lift me. <laughs> End of episode. Yeah, it was not very Arya-centric. No, it wasn't. It was just- and it seemed like a very like, even though like a lot happened at the end, it seemed like a very anticlimactic end. Yeah, I liked the first episode more. Yeah. I yeah. didn't, I wasn't too into this one. Let's just go on into episode three. Let's just forget that this one happened. <laughs> so episode three. Yeah. Just kidding. We haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Same. <laughs> I was thinking about it, but then I didn't because I knew I would get confused and like ruin something from this episode. Yeah. I was tempted to. That's the thing. Like next year, since we're at the end of the episode and we're talking about the new year now, because I brought it up, mm-hmm. uh, I want to get into the whole, like, we need to get a few episodes ahead again. Yeah. You know, and like, like work ahead, but Watching ahead is hard because then we mix everything up. I know. That's why it's good to have the notes. But yeah. like still, yeah. your brain just skips sometimes. Yeah. But I'm glad we're in season five. I'm glad we like didn't miss a week yet. I know. Go us. I'm proud of us. This is like <laughs> the most committed we've been to a thing. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. I'm very proud of us. And now you can tell us how proud of us you are. <laughs> when you leave a five-star review on iTunes. Yep. <laughs> and does Spotify do that? No, I think it's just iTunes. Okay. I'm just sure. I'm sure there's another one. Yeah. If you can see a rating thing, just you know. Yeah. Just a very it, honest five stars. Yeah. yeah. You know. No big. Yeah. It's not like you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, happy new year. Happy new year. Happy end of the holidays. And we'll be back next year. Ha-ha. 2020, baby. See you next decade. <laughs> wow. It's a whole, I keep forgetting about the whole decade thing. I know. It's I feel a lot. So, I feel old. Yeah. I'm really amazing. We were in high school when the decade started. <laughs> you know what? Because that's what I keep thinking about when everybody's like, oh my God, so much change has happened. And I'm like, we were in high school. Yes. If nothing changed, that would be a problem. Yeah. I would hope you changed in 10 years. Yeah. I would hope a lot changed. <laughs> yeah. So good for us. Good for you guys. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking around for, is it 32 weeks now? Or 32? I think it's 32 weeks. 32. So, whew. It's been a lot of weeks. Go us. Can't wait to Go get to everyone. 52 weeks. Yeah. Yeah, right? It's and then exciting. After that, well, actually, what I realized we have to do is figure out what we're doing after we finish Game of Thrones, because are there going to be that many movies that we can watch? I got you, fam. Okay. I have some ideas. Oh, because we have all of the 80s to go through. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. I can't wait to tell you about the movie ooh, I'm excited. I have planned. Ooh, ooh, there's a lot of eyebrow <laughs> actioning happening right now. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. On that note, we're going to leave it as a tense cliffhanger. Yep. So tell all your friends to listen to us on all of the streaming platforms that you all definitely know about. By now. Yep. And follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Chatty Media. And 
we have one single video on YouTube now. Yay! So that's also Chowdy Media. It's about our San Diego and, trip. Yeah, it's called, I believe it's called Animal Facts in San Diego, but I could be wrong. It's not like I posted it last week and should remember that, but <laughs> no big. Anywho, <laughs> bye. Right, bye.